Okay, we are learning this chesed before Shlomi is like Aaron ben Miriam, on the bottom of Zion Amud Beis, uh, six lines up in the bottom. Gufa Amar Rav Chista. Noach Noach's kanav Rishasayachad. Someone sticks a pole into a Rishasayachad. Bezarek v'nachag while he throws. Someone throws an object from Rishasarabim, and it lands on top of the pole. Even if the pole is 100 amas high, the person who threw it from the street and it hit, landed on the pole is high. We have a principle. Rosh Hashayach goes all the way up until until the sky. So this is very different than Rosh Hashayach. Rosh Hashayach, the whole Rosh Hashayach is only 10 tvachim. Carmelis, we learned yesterday, is only 10 tvachim. But Rosh Hashayach is Ola Adler Rakia. It goes all the way up until the sky. The Mechitzos are able to confine the areas being a private area even way above the height and dimension of the Mechitzos. Now, the Gemara now digresses, though, to a side problem because, remember, we learned a lot of different opinions about whether you have to do Hanach on a place that's 4 by 4 Tzvachim in order to be Chayef. So the uphold presumably, isn't 4 by 4 Tzvachim. So Gemara says, It seems like Rav Chista is going like Rebbe and uh, in the sense that you don't need 4 by 4 Tzvachim. Where do we see Rebbe holds you don't need Hanach like 4 by 4 Tzvachim? The time it says in the Bible, Sorry for Nachach, Someone threw an item in a Rosh Hashanah and it lands on a little, little ledge. Rabbi says, So seemingly, what's the machlekes? Do you need hanacha that's on top of four by four? Rabbanu hold you do. Rabbi holds you don't. So I guess that's what's going on here. Says the Gemara. It seems that uh, only Rabbi holds that you don't need hanacha on top of something that's four by four. So if you throw something on top of a pole, and it's not four by four, so um, so only Rabbi would say Rechav and Lacham would say your potter. So Rav Chitz is only like Rabbi. So the Gemara says, Amar Rabbi, top of Chesem at Aleph. In a regular Rosh Hashayachad, everybody agrees like Rav Chista. Maybe it sounds like the Gemara is saying now, inside Rosh Hashayachad itself, everybody agrees that you don't need Hanacha on a place that's 4x4. Four four. In a private domain, everything is considered as if it's placed down, even in something, even in an area that's not 4x4. Four four. So what's the dispute uh, in a Rosh Hashayachad, in that case, between Rabbi and the Rabbanon, the tree was inside of Rosh Hashayachad, but no foe, no to Rosh Hashayachad, the branches were stuck into the street. A person who was in the street threw it and it landed on the branches. The branches aren't 4 by Tvachim, but, the, but the, uh, the, the, the main part of the tree, the trunk, is 4 by Tvachim. Rabbi says, we say that the branches of the tree go together with the main part of the tree. So it's as if it landed on a place that's 4 by 4. We don't say that the branches are like the status of the trunk. So therefore... We say that the branches are not for by Tzvachim, and therefore your pots are. So it sounds like the Gemara, according to just the Lashon Gemara here, would be coming out that in Rosh Hashayachad itself, we do not require Hanacha to be on top of four by four, and that's why everybody agrees that in Rav Chista's case, where you threw something from the street and it landed on top of a pole, that you are chayv, even though the top of the pole is not four by four Tzvachim. However, the question would just be if I throw something in the street and it lands on something less than four by four, everybody agree with you or pots And the question is if I throw it in the branches and the branches are connected to a tree and the tree is four by four, but the branches are not, that's where the machlokas would be if you're chayv, if you're pater. Continues now the Gemara. Amar Abai, Zara Kivir Sushasarab. Someone was standing in a Rishasayachit and they throw a huge basket, um, basket, and they throw it into the Rishasarab. So if the basket is 10 tefachim high, but it's not 6 tefachim wide, chayv, then he's chayv. Rach Vashisha, but if it's 6 tefachim wide, pater, he's pater. So what's going on here? So the concept that we're learning, Rashi explains, is that until now we've been discussing hotzah on, on, on chafetim, on items. And we learned that just as in the Mishkan, all the transfers that they did were to items. So the halacha, you're only chayv if you do hotzah on an item. If you transfer a whole rishus, you transfer something that is the size of a domain itself, then actually... Your potter. So if I transfer something that's a 10 by 4, 
10 Tvachim high and 4 Tvachim wide, then that will be Pater on Shabbos because you're transferring a domain. You're not transferring an item, you're transferring a domain. It's a very interesting lumdas here. You have to transfer something that's like what they transferred in the Mishkan. So just as in the Mishkan, they only transferred Chafetim items, they didn't transfer Rishuyos. So to here, you're only Chayv, you transfer an item and not transfer a Rishos. So therefore, if you transfer something that's 10 Tvachim high, 4 Tvachim wide, you'd be Pater. So the question becomes, what about if I'm throwing a basket? A basket isn't 4 Tvachim wide because it's a Circle. So we have to be able to foot, put a four by four uh, um, square inside of a circle. So in order for a square to fit inside of a circle, you got to know your math a little bit. You have to remember that you have to, in order to figure out the length of a triangle or the diagonal of a square, it's always one one point four times the side. So if I have a five a, a four by four box, in order to understand how long the uh, the long part on the, of the triangle diameter of the circle will be, it will be 5.6, right? That's four times one, 1.4 is 5.6. So that will be a circle that will fit a box that's four by four. Then in order to do that, the circle has to be at least have a diameter of 5.6. So we round it up and we say six tvachim, but that's where six tvachim comes from. That it, if it, if that wouldn't be six tvachim, it wouldn't fit uh, a box of four by four inside. But once it's like that, then you're going to be potter because you've thrown a domain, you haven't thrown a chayfet. Rava argues says even if it's not six tvachim wide and it therefore is a chayvus, you're still pater. My time, huh? Since it's ten tvachim high, some of the slivers, some of the little bits of the reeds, will go on top of ten tvachim. And if so, then what? So we're learning a very interesting principle. If I have a chayvus, part of it is in the rishos rabbim, but part of it sticks out of the rishos rabbim, then you're not chayav because since part of it sticks out of the rishos rabbim, so I haven't entirely placed that chayvus in that rishos. Since some of it extends beyond the rishos rabbim, you'll be potter. So in this case, if some of the parts of the reed will be above the, the confines of Rishus Ram above Tens Vachim, so then you'll be Pater for the entire basket. So even if it does not a domain unto itself, it's not six Vachim wide, still you're Pater because of the idea that since part of it sticks above the confines of Rishus Ram, so you're Pater on the entire thing. And here we're learning again, the premise here is, is that in order to be high for transferring an object, the entirety of the object must be inside of the new Rishus. Okay. Now the Gemara moves, instead of throwing the basket. So now we're talking about the basket was like the, the bottom was, was down and, and the top of it was facing to the top, facing up. Now the Gemara says, what if I throw it face down? So I'm throwing the, uh, the, 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 the walls of the, of the basket. Now we'll be facing the ground as they're falling. So then even if it's the height of the basket is only seven tvachim, if it's seven tvachim and a little bit, if it's more than a little bit, if it's like seven and more than a little bit, Potter, you're going to be Potter. What's the reason? Because it, since the basket is being thrown straight down, so as soon as it lands within three tvachim, it's going to be considered as like it already landed. Because remember the principle of love, anything that's within three tvachim is considered attached. Now that principle of love is only true in regard to the laws of mechitzos, in regards to partitions. So when the basket is falling face forward, so the mechitzos are, being, are going to connect to the ground, they're going to latch onto the ground. So since the, the mechitzos are going to latch onto the ground, so, 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 so it's going to be considered at rest as soon as it reaches within, within three tvachim. And since the basket itself is more than a seven, it's a little bit more than seven and a bit. It's like seven and, and point two or seven and a half, certainly. Then it's going to be considered at the time that it comes to rest that part of it is above ten tvachim. So you'll be potter. So if it's only exactly seven or seven and a tiny drip, so then it won't be, you'll be chayev because at the very moment that it will become less than three, it will be munach, but it's not above ten tvachim. 
Chachem. But if it's more than seven and a bit, so the second it gets into the Lavud uh, area, it gets a little bit less than three, then it will be Munach, and part of it will be sitting, sticking out above ten Chachem, so therefore you'll be Pater. So now it's, why don't you say that, though, in the opposite case, when it's falling at the bottom up? Because in that case, the Mechitos are pointing up, not back. So we're not going to see them connecting to the ground. The whole point is that when Mechitos are within three Tzvachim, they then latch onto the ground. So when it's facing face forward, like this case in the Gemara now, so then, then, then we're going to say that the Mechitos, the sides of the basket, will connect to the ground, and it will, will, will make Anachal, will be considered as attached as soon as it's within three Tzvachim, and part of it then is above ten Tzvachim, and therefore you will be Potter. Rabashi Yomar, if you lose Shiva Maxwell Chayv, Rabashi disagrees. He says, even if it's seven and a half to Achamai, the person who threw it is Chayv. My time, what's the reason? Because Mechitos Latochan Asuyas, because the, what, the basket's walls are, are made for their inside, not for their outside. Why do you have walls around the basket to hold things inside? They're not regular walls that are meant to face down. So since the walls aren't meant to face down, even if I throw the basket down backwards and it happens to be within three of the ground, it will not create a principle of lovehood. And since it will not create a principle of lovehood, uh, you'll be chayav. So we're saying a very interesting thing. You have to look after the intent of the wall, since the walls aren't made to hold things, versus to um, to to function as mechitzos to the outside. We're not going to say lovehood when it gets within three of the ground. Okay. Now the Gemara continues. Amar Ula, If there's a, uh, I have an Amma that's nine tefachamai inside of Rishas Rabin. for Rabin Maskatamullah. and the public, because it's so convenient to use, it's nine, it's nine tefachim. It's nine tefachim that are high, so then, so then people will put down their their their, their things that they're holding in the street and readjust things. So Zarchanag above, if a person throws something four amos away and it lands on top, chayev. It's like he made something go four amos in the rishus harabim because the top has a din of rishus harabim. Now let's just make sure we understand this here. We have a rishus around, we have a street. So if something is within three tefachim of the ground, people step on it. That's the status of the ground. If something is ten tefachim high and four tefachim wide, then even though it's in the street, it's a rishus hayachid. If something is within three tfachim and nine tfachim. So if it's four tfachim wide, it's a caramelist, like an electric box. If something is three above three tfachim and is not four tfachim wide, like a fire hydrant, it's a makum patur. But what would you say about something that's three tfachim high and nine tfachim, uh, something that's four tfachim wide and nine tfachim high? Now suddenly it, be, it has the din of Rosh Ula is teaching us. Because once it's nine tvachim it becomes very convenient for the public to use. And once it becomes very convenient for the public to use, so it's part of the Rosh Hashirabim. Between three and nine tvachim, it's not convenient for the public to use. Therefore, it's treated as a karmalist. But once it becomes nine tvachim high, now it's convenient for the Rabbim to use. So now it becomes a Rosh Hashirabim. My time, or what's the reason? Less than three, everybody steps on it. So it's considered part of the Rosh Hashirabim. Between three People don't step on it and people don't adjust things on it. It's not convenient. So therefore, it's not part of the Rosh Hashanah. Tisha, but once it becomes nine Tvachim, now suddenly people definitely are going to use it to adjust their things and therefore it's part of the Rosh Hashanah. What about a hole that's nine tefachim deep? So do we say the same thing? People will put things in it. So again, the same thing. If it's if it's less than nine tefachim, we're not going to say that it's a caramelist because things will stick out if you put them in them. People aren't going to use a hole that's less than nine tefachim deep. And if it's ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide, it's rishas hayachid. But what if it's nine tefachim deep? Then maybe now it becomes a very convenient place for people to to, to put things in the rishas harabim to, to to adjust things. So maybe we'll say if it's nine tefachim deep, it will become a 
uh, 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 a So Amalei the same thing. It's a Rishus Arabim if it's nine Tvachim deep. Rava, Amar Rava disagrees. Beguma lo, it's not true for a whole. My time was the reason. Tashmash de Tchak lo When it's Tashmash, that's Aidea Tchak. It's not like a, a most convenient way possible. That's not considered the way people use it. And therefore, it's not Rishus Arabim. So you could use it for storage, but it's with more difficulty. So the bottom line is that's not considered a Tzarech Arabim, and therefore it will be a Karmel. So the Gemara is saying that according to Rava, there's a difference between a pillar on, in the Rishus Arabim that is nine Tfachim high and four Tfachim wide, that would be a Rishus Arabim, whereas a hole that's nine Tfachim deep would not be. Says the Gemara Isfei, Rav Adabaram Asa the Rava, Person has a box of Rishus Arabim, Gvasa Rachavar above is ten Tfachim high and four Tfachim wide, so now that's a Rishus Ayachid, Ematazim Tuch Rishus Aram, you can't take something off it to the Rishus Aram because then you just carry it from Rishus Ayachid to Rishus Aram, below Rishus Aram Lasocha, or take something that's in the street and put it on top of the box because it's Rishus Ayachid, you, you transfer from Rishus Aram to Rishus Ayachid. Pachas Mikin, if it's less than ten Tfachim, Metazim, you're allowed to carry, um, you're allowed to carry from the Rishus Arabim onto the box and back and forth. Fachim Beguma, and the same thing. It's true with a hole. So, so what's the idea? But by the way, just to raise a question before we even see what the Gemara wants with this, how does this make sense? If it's less than ten tefachim, okay, so it's not a rishus ayachin. So what is it? It should be a caramelist. It should be like at least a caramelist and a caramelist. You're not allowed to carry between a caramelist and rishus rabim. So how does that work? So Rashi says a big yisoy in caramelist bekelim. Rashi says that a caramelist can't be a kli. A kli by definition can never become bottle of a shame of a kli, and therefore will never be a caramelist. It can't be a domain. So something like a box, an electric box. You have to wonder. I guess it's not really a kli when I keep on referring to that as an example of a caramelist. But here, it's more like a, a literal box. It's a clee. You take it, you move it around. So that's not that's a clee. A clee can never become a caramelist. A very interesting you say from Rashi. At any rate, it says here, Vachin Baguma, the same thing is true with a hole. So my lava seifa, presumably it's going on the seifa. The seifa said that if the box is less than 10 tvachim high, so it's like a Rishus Arabim. And so to a hole that's less than 10 tvachim deep should be like Rishus Arabim. So so, so, so Rava, Rava, it's a kash on Rava. Rava said that only a, 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 uh, Amma that's sticking nine tvachim high is Rishus Rabbim, but a hole that's nine tvachim deep, since it's Tashma Shadei Atchak, it's not so easily usable. So we don't consider it to be Rishus Rabbim. So we see not like Rava here. So the Gemara says, so the Gemara says, no, low Arisha. It's going back on the ratio of the price. The ratio of the price that if the hole is ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide, then it's a rishus ayachid. That that's the same thing for a hole. If the hole is ten tefachim deep and four tefachim wide, it would be a rishus Okay, continues the gemara with another kashan rabbi isfei. So here we're talking about for 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 Avon. For Avon, a person's not allowed to walk more than two thousand amas on Shabbos. If they'd like to, they can be kona a new place where they're living before Shabbos by putting bread there and having das that that's where their house is. Then they're kona. That's their makom shvisa. That's where they're living, and then they're able to go two thousand amas from the where their bread is. So the halacha is you have to put your bread in the place where you're makavin where you're makavin to to to, to be kona. If your bread is in a place where it's also for you to transfer to the place that you want to be kona, then it's not going to help that your bread is there. So what happens if it's got this around? A person is trying to be kona in the street. He has in mind I'm going to be kona, but where I'm going to live on Shabbos is a place in the street. And he put his pit. He put he put an ear of in a pit that's near the street. So if the air is above ten that's fine because you could go get the food. From the pit on Shabbos and eat it right next to it. That's fine. But if the Erev is below the Tzvachim, it's not a good Erev because you're not going to be able to get it. So what's going on here? We say, it seems to be we're distinguishing if the pit is 10 Tzvachim or not. So hey, what's the case? If the pit is definitely 10 Tzvachim deep, it means that he put the Erev not all the way deep. He put it 
above the floor, ulamata means you put it within ten tefachim of the pit. That doesn't make sense because what difference does it make whether it's within ten tefachim or the pit or not? Either way, you and the Erev are in two different places because once the pit is ten tefachim deep, so anything that's in the pit is a rishos ayachad, regardless of whether you put it ten tefachim deep or not. If the pit is a rishos ayachad, the pit's a rishos ayachad. You're not allowed to take anything out of the pit and put it by the street. So, if you can't take anything out of the pit and put it by the street, so then, what in the world is the pshat? How does it help? What difference does it make? How high? How high do you put the the bread in the in the inside of the pit? It should also for you to take the the bread out of the pit and eat it in the street, and therefore you can't be kona shvisa in a place that you can't access your air. Again, that's the concept here, that you can't have a Kenyan Shvisa in a place where you can't access the bread. So if the bread is in a place where you can't bring out to eat where your Kona Shvisa, it won't work. So if the pit is a Rosh Hashayachid, who cares where the bread is in the pit? If you can't take it out, you can't take it out. El what must it mean? Babar de Lesbesar, the pit doesn't have 10 Tzvachim deep. It's not 10 Tzvachim deep. And that's exactly what the price is being machalic. If the pit is ten tefachim deep, it's no good. If the pit is not ten tefachim deep, then it's okay. Ukutani eruv eruv. It says the eruv is good. How could it work? It must be that we're talking about a case of the pit that the pit is part of riches arabim. How could I have a case that the pit is riches arabim? Again, you can't carry from a caramelist to riches arabim. That it's also midrabanan. So. Yeah, the only case must be is that the pit is nine tefachim deep, and since the pit is nine tefachim deep, and people will put things in the rishus in a pit in which is around nine tefachim deep, it has the status of rishus rabim. Alma kashan rava. Alma, what do we see? Tashmish Even if you're forcing to use it, but it, that's also considered a tashmish, and that's a kashan what Rava said. So the Gemara gives two answers. Zimnin mishana. Sometimes Rava would answer this question with caramelist. Maybe when we said it's a street, it's not really a street; it's really a caramelist. So really. Anything that's less than ten tefachim is a caramelist, even if it's nine tefachim. My color is just around the fish, which is yachid. We just refer to it that your konish shvisa and rishus arabim because it's not a rishus ayachid. But the point really was is that it's in a caramelist, and since it's in a caramelist, and the air of uh, that you put inside the pit is in a caramelist, so you're able to take it. You're able to take it from the caramelist to the other thing. So therefore, that would be that would be okay. But in a chanami, if you were in a public street. That were, and, and the pit was a caramelist, nine tefachim deep might be a caramelist. You wouldn't be allowed uh, to be konish shvisa. Uh, in the street, if your air, if your air was in the pit, in the Mishnah, other times Rava would answer, "Who around That it could be that it was a street and the air was in a Carmelis, but why you can't access your air? For Rebbe, you were going like Rebbe. What is the opinion of Rebbe? Anything that's only all the rabbinic shvusim um, don't go into a. Don't go into effect until Shabbos itself starts. When it's only Ben Hashemoshos, and we're not sure if Shabbos started, you're allowed to do Durabonans for certain circumstances. So for an Erev would be an example of a circumstance, it's Makal Mitzvah. So for Makal Mitzvah, you're allowed to do a Shvus Durabonan during Ben Hashemoshos. So if the only issue is that it's a Karmelist, you're moving to the street, which is an Isam Durabonan, so since when Shabbos began, you'd be able to take your Erev, that would be enough to legally consider it that you're Kona Shvisa in the street, despite the fact that your Erev is inside of the pit, which is a Karmelist. So we're coming out it's not a kasha and rava. Really, maybe even if a pit is nine twachim deep, it's a caramelist. There is no case, any 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 example of, of, of the pit in the street more than three twachim, which is going to be considered rishus or Abba. But it's not a kasha in this case. How your konish visa in the street, if your air is in the pit, for one of two reasons. Either we say the street is a caramelist itself, or even if the street is rishus or Abba, we're going like Rebbe that Isuri Drabonon do not apply during Benash Mashos. Says Rava. Now Rava comes back and almost supports his view that when something is nine tefachim deep in a pit, it's not a rishus harabim. Don't think that I'm just pushing you away. I'm telling you something that's very clear. Now we learned in a mishnah. What happens in rishus harabim if you have a little pool, like a little, little, a little puddle, 
But people walk right through it. If someone throws something for Amas and it lands in the pool, you're Chayev. Because it's considered part of the Rishas Rama. The puddle is part of Rishas Rama. Kamu reckon Kamayim. How shallow is it? Less than 10 Tvachim. Less than 10 Tvachim. People will just walk right through. And therefore, it's a part of Rishas Rama. Then the Brisa seems to just repeat itself. Urekek Mayim, if I have a little pool, if people walk through, someone who throws four Amas in it is Chayim. So why does it repeat itself twice? So Bishlama, Urekek, we could understand why it says this, the pool two, two, two times in a row. Because we're coming to include two different cases. One is a case of the pool during the summer, and one is a case of the pool during the winter. It's necessary to talk about both. If you only talked about the summer, I would say, because people want to cool themselves off in the summer. That's why people don't mind walking through a little puddle. But during the winter, no one's interested in walking through a puddle, so maybe it doesn't have a dinner for Shusar Abba. If it only tell it to me in the case of the winter, I would say, since in that case people are dirty from all the mud, that's why they step into the, in anyways, they don't care about the water. Where people, clothing isn't dirty, then I would say that the, that the, that the, the, the puddle is not a Rosh because people don't want to get dirty. So it's necessary to tell us that in both cases, um, that the, 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 the puddle is considered Rosh Hashanah, that it's considered that way both in the summer and the winter. Fine. So that's clear why it has to say two times a puddle. But why do I need the Mishnah to say going two times? Meaning, why, well, it, it could have just emphasized that if there's a pool, whether in the summer or, or, in, the, or in, the, in the winter, why does it have to say in both cases and the people walk through it? Why does it emphasize and the people walk through it? It's coming, it's saying extra words, you make an inference. If people walk through it, meaning even though it's not gishmak to walk through it, it's not like the most direct way of walking, there we consider it like it's a walking and it's Rishas Arabim. But you can infer, but using something, if it's not the most convenient way, that's not considered using it, and the price is coming to tell us, this halacha, this inference, that inconvenient usage is not considered tashmish, and therefore it won't make a Rishas Arabim. And then Afkamina is a hole that is nine tfachim deep, and a street will not have the status of a street. So that's where Rava sees a support to his shita. Amar Rav Yudah, Rav Yudah says, Hi, Zirza Dekani. Let's say a person has a big, big bundle of reeds. Ramazakli, Ramazakli. And he can't pick it up all at once. So what does he do? He picks it up, he picks up one end of the bundle, and then he pushes it forward. He lifts up the second end, pushes it forward again, and, and, and then it goes many times. So, but if you think about it, always while he's moving it, there's one end that's on the ground. So lo mechayv, you're never chayv, because you've never really done an akira. And this is an important point, that you have to do an akira to the chayfet. So as long as one end of it is always lying flat on the ground, so then you've never done an akira, and therefore you'll be potter if you would do it. It doesn't say it's mutter, but you'll be potter. Now, the Rishonim talk about what about dragging? What about pushing? You know, think about, you know, like a, a baby stroller. So, so you could say the same thing. It was never came off the ground. So the Rishonim distinguish between this case and dragging. Dragging, the whole thing is in movement. So therefore that's an akira. Doesn't that necessarily have to be off the ground. Whereas here, it's end, pushing one end to the other end, pushing one end to the other end, and therefore, in that case, in that case, there's no Akira at all. Continues the Gemara. We learned in the price of Amar Mar, Adam and Ospuka, a person can stand on the, um, on, on, on the edge of a house, when Otome Balabais takes something from the, from the Balabais, this is like the ledge to go into a house. He could take something that's not, but no sin low, or give something. Notome Ani could take something from the poor man in the street, 
So the Gemara says, What's the status of a little ledge going into Asilim? If we're talking about a ledge going into Rishas Arabim, Rashi's example is that it's right next to the alleyway. So the threshold going into the alleyway, there's, there's no roof, it's not three Tfachim, so it's Mamash it's regular Rishas Arabim. So then, how could it be? He could take something from, from someone in Rishas Arabim. Well, then he's taking something from Rishas to Rishas Arabim. Maybe you'll talk about a ledge that's considered Rishas Hayachid. Let's say it has a roof on top of it. So then it's Mamash Rishas Hayachid. So then what's going on? How could you take it from the Rishas from the Aniyah? You're taking from Rishas Rabbim to Rishas Hayachid. You have to say that the ledge is a Karmelis. How would it be a Karmelis? Let's say it's four Tvachim wide, but not ten Tvachim high. But then we have a problem. You're allowed to take things from the, from, from the inside or, or, or from the outside. How are you allowed to do that? So, Sophie, so you're make off it. You're doing it. So, you're not allowed to carry between a Karmelis and a Rishasayachid or a Karmelis and Rishasar Abim. So, the Kamara answers, Ellis, Buka Makam Pator Ba'ama. With Bryce was talking about in his Buka, that was a Makam Pator. The last Baal Baal wasn't 4x4. It's a ledge that wasn't 4x4. It's Fachim. It's not 10 high. It's not 4x4. It's a Makam Pator. And therefore, it's a nothing. If it's a nothing, you're allowed to transfer between there and the street or between there and Rishasayachid. And the Gemara supports this. It's mutter for people that are in the Rosh Hashanah or in the Rosh Hashanah to adjust whatever they like on it. Because it's nothing. It's a Makam Ptor, so you can transfer from there to Rosh Hashanah or from there to Rosh Hashanah. As long as you don't use it to exchange things. Meaning, you shouldn't have one person who's in Rishas could put something down so that someone who's in Rishas Aram can take it off of there because that's very, very close. You know, that's very close to, uh, to, 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 to then creating that people are just going to transfer directly from Rishas to Rishas Aram. Continues the Gemara Marmar. We said that you're not supposed to, right? The person standing on the ledge shouldn't take something from the Baal Bais and then give it to the poor person. If you take from the poor man, give it to the, and give it to the person outside. Everyone's potter, because it sounds like, if once he, in other words, once the person outside gives it to the person on the ledge, it's like it stops. So he just transferred from the street to Malcolm Tor. Now, if the person on the ledge gives it to the person in the house, he's transferring from Malcolm Tor into Rishas Ayachas. So that's okay. I mean, you shouldn't do it because it's going to come Possibly to to, to, to to doing hatzah, but you shouldn't ideally try it. So the Gemara says, Let's say this refutes Rava. Someone who carries something which is around from the beginning of four amah to the end of four amos. And while he's carrying it, he passes it over himself, meaning he carries it over his head as he's moving it from one end of the four amos to the other end of the four amos. He moves it over his body on top of on top of his body, so it's ten tefachim off the ground. So if you think about it, it went on top of a malkum p'tor while it was transferring. Chayv, he's still chayv because he picked it up and then he moved it across to the other end of the four amos. He's chayv. He put it down at the end of the four amos, even though it went on top of a malkum p'tor. So the gemara is saying, why is that different than here? Here there was an akira from Rishas Ayachid and an anachah versus a rabim. Who cares that it went through a third party that was on a malkum p'tor? They should be, still be chayv because. There was still ultimately an Akira Rosh Hashanah and an Akira Rosh Hashanah. What's the difference between the two cases? So the Gemara explains, Hasam lo nach In Rava's case, the the was never hanach by placing it. The person was just in the Rosh Hashanah and he places it over his body. So we don't view any hanach on any plate as if there was a stop between in the middle of the four amos. So we just view a direct mice of transferring from one end to the other end, and therefore you're chayv. But in our case, as soon as it's given to the person that's in the makom Torah, 
So it's considered as if it's not by his body, even if his hand is moving, but since his body is stationary, so if his body is stationary, then something held in his hand is considered munach where he is. So since he's standing on the ledge, it's considered as if there's a hanacha on the Malcolm Pator, and therefore that disrupts the flow. So there's one step that it goes from Rishas Ram to the Malcolm Pator, and a second step that it goes from the Malcolm Pator to the Rishas Hayachet. That's not like the case where a person is moving himself from one end to the other end, of the four Amos, so therefore the Chayfetz is never considered Munach throughout those four Amos, and therefore the person would be Chaya for that transfer.